Hello, 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 brothers and sisters. How y'all doing? This is Larry of Black Financial Initiative. As always, we got Eric and Terrence with us. We got a great episode here. I'm gonna let Terrence explain what the episode is about. All right, as always, we're about to help out some more people out there. So, so listen up. Today, we're gonna have a nice episode on credit. So we're gonna talk about your credit report, your credit score, and let you know how you can boost that up. So tune in and listen. All right, what's up, everybody? This is Eric. Uh, to start it off, I just want to keep it simple. What is a credit score? So I went to our trusted website, Investopedia, and yeah. it says a credit score is a number between 300 and 850 that depicts a consumer's credit worthiness. The higher the score, the better a borrower looks to potential lenders. A credit score is based on credit history, which includes a number of open accounts, total levels of debt, repayment history, and other factors. Lenders use credit scores to evaluate the probability that an individual will repay loans in a timely manner. Some uh, key takeaways are credit scores plays a key role in the lender's decision. The FICO scoring system is used by many financial institutions. Um, there's several factors included in it. Uh, one metric used calculating a credit score is credit utilization. We'll talk about that later. And it is not always advisable to close a credit account that is not being used. Uh, we'll talk about that later that deals with the credit history. Um, and it says the credit score model was created by the Fair Isaac Corporation, which that's how you get FICO, F-I-C-O. And it is used by financial institutions. While other credit scoring systems exist, the FICO score is by far the most commonly used. There are a number of ways to improve credit scores and we'll talk about that later. But that's the, what is the credit score from Investopedia? Fellas, did you have anything else on it? Well, I, I was just going to say, uh, I think this is a very important episode. Actually, a, a few people have hit me up on the side and asked me about credit and stuff like that. So I think that we're going to be able to teach a lot of stuff here on this episode. But but yeah, like like you were saying, uh, you mentioned, um, so there was five main uh, factors for a credit score. And I'm just going to list them real quick. You get the payment history, which is 35%. Total amount owed, which is 30%. Length of credit history, that's 15%. Types of credit, which is 10%. And new credit, which is 10%. Speak real quick about the payment history. Um, it makes sense for that to be the most important. If somebody's trying to give you a new loan, uh, a new line of credit, it makes sense that the main thing they want to know about is if you're paying on time and you know paying often. So that, right. that's worth 35%. Uh, let me uh, jump in real quick just to mention. I know some of you guys who kind of study and really try to learn on finances and saving and, and budgeting and stuff like that and might follow the uh, Dave Ramsey uh, school of thought might be wondering, <laughs> whoa, 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 what these dudes talk about credit for? Dave Ramsey said, I don't need to be messing with, <laughs> right. with credit. That's true. But, but it still can be used. So there's a little bit different schools of thought and not everyone is in the same same lane as, as Dave Ramsey when it comes to, to credit. So we're going to hit it all. We, we can talk a little bit about how not using credit or trying to avoid using credit, but we can also talk about if you're going to go that route, then how it could be used and how it can benefit you and what's the best way of making sure that you have good credit. Just to mention the, the credit scores come from basically a data obtaining credit reports. There are three major credit reported, uh, credit reporting agencies. It's Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. No, I, okay, I'm sorry. I was going to piggyback off Terrence about Dave Ramsey because Dave Ramsey will tell you you can have a zero credit score. And and I'm, I'm someone who, you know, had, who followed Dave Ramsey, especially when it came to paying off debt. 
you know, I don't follow him on everything, but paying off dead, I was, you know, I followed him almost to a T. But when it came to credit score, I kind of veer away from him. I'm, I'm, I'm someone who, who's not that uh, worried about my credit score, but I don't want to have zero credit score because it just makes it harder. Mm-hmm. You know, Dave Ramsey would tell you, well, you can have a zero credit score, but you can explain it and everything. And that's fine. But I'd rather not have to go. That's an extra step. I'd rather have a decent credit score, just a, a decent or good credit score, you know, and that be, you know, because some people I've, I've talked to some people and they're worried about their credit score and how they should compare it to their debt. Um, and, you know, should I, should I not pay off my debt? Because some people say if once you pay off your debt, actually your credit score goes down. I'm, I'm more of the thinking, well, I'd rather I'm, I'm more worried about not having debt. So I, I'm OK with paying off my debt, even maybe closing on closing some lines if that um, you know lowers my credit score some. But I don't want to never have zero credit score. Right. You know, so I'm I'm kind of kind of in the middle, I guess. Going back to T's point about Dave Ramsey, and I think you mentioned like a good point in there that you just don't want to make the situation hard. You know, you already know when you're getting into applying for credit, you know, vehicles, student loans, a house, whatever. You already have to apply, put money down, or whatever. I don't want to make that that much harder to have to provide all these extra documents, and now I got to come with a bigger down payment because I got this zero credit score, or whatever. It's just making the situation harder. And so we can roll into the next topic you mentioned, Larry, like all the different categories, the payment history, the total amount, length of credit history, types of credit, new credit. One thing I tell people are like to look at credit is, and I'm sure we all have a friend. Matter of fact, we probably all have family members that you won't let borrow, <laughs> that you won't let borrow any money. I won't lend, you won't lend out money to them. You're like, ah, I don't want to deal with them financially that's basically you determining a credit score of that person. That's exactly what the lender is doing to you. <laughs> They're looking at your history and saying, uh, I don't know if I want to lend this money to you. I can't lend this much to you. Or yeah. maybe if you give me some collateral, you got that friend. Like I said, it may be a family member. Like, yeah. oh, my brother, uh, I'm just. Hopefully you're not that person. If you don't person, know who you're talking about. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we you know we all I know you know a lot of people get upset with the credit report and everything our credit score but you know the same thing you're doing you know in your head of people that you know of lending money this and that or yeah I can lend this person maybe twenty dollars but I can't do a hundred dollar well they're doing the same thing they're saying yeah I can lend you this but if I'm if you're gonna want this, then I'm gonna need a little more money. So like man, if you want to lend somebody hundred dollars, they they must be really in bad shape. <laughs> hey, I, I, I went low. I went low. I, you know, I, went low. <laughs> I don't I don't want people out there to overachieve. I want to start, okay, start okay. from the bottom. I got and you. So yeah. like with those five with those five elements, like Larry said, payment history is the biggest thing. You want to know that that person is paying their stuff, not only paying it but paying it on time. You want to make sure that they're paying everything on time. The next is total amount owed. That's 30%. You want to see, like, you know, they'll want to see on your credit lines, do you, like your credit card specifically, you know, do you have 20000 How much of that 20000 have you used? Do you have 50000 How much of that have you used? And, you know, that gets into the credit utilization. Yeah. Um, and I think the credit utilization, I think they say, like, recommended, is to stay below 10% of, um, of all your revolving credit lines. So if you have $30,000 on the credit card, they want you to stay below 3,000, which is 10%. Uh, did y'all have anything else? So as far as some uh, other things that they do have on the credit report, uh, which 
I, I don't necessarily understand why some of them are on there, but <laughs> they can have your your address, kind of where you've lived, uh, whether you've been sued, arrested, or if you filed for bankruptcy and, and where you work. So I guess I could understand why they want to know where you work and where you've uh, <laughs> been at. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, it could be a difference on on how much I'm willing to, to lend you, depending on what your profession is. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I definitely see if they want to see if you've been sued, arrested, you know, whatnot. Because if you're arrested and you're behind bars, you probably are not able to pay back my, my loan. So if you have a pretty nasty. Yeah, if you have a pretty nasty arrest record and and I can anticipate you being locked up again soon, then I'm not going to give you some money. Uh, and if you file for bankruptcy, you know, sometimes you might have a, a serial person, you know, filing for bankruptcy or whatever, you know, every time they get in the, to issue, they want to file for bankruptcy. But like, no, nah, I can't lend you any money either because you're going to try <laughs> to get that wiped out clean. So, so those are some other things on there. Well, well, going to what you're saying here, n- none of the stuff that you said as far as bankruptcy or, or jail I've been through, but there was something that did happen to me. When I was somehow they said that I had a loan that I didn't pay. And this happened while I was in middle school. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was going to get into that later. But yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, I see a lot of stuff. People can fix your credit and whatnot. And I'm, I'm kind of skeptical of that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But there, there's ways that you can fix your credit if it is incorrect. Now, if, if you've been not paying your bills for 10 straight years, <laughs> I don't think you can just click up, click a button and, and whoa, pow, you know, right. my credit, my credit, I have 800 credit score. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, let's, let's be realistic here. Right. But if there is something that is, that is incorrect on your credit score, um, like I said, they had, they said I had a loan when I was in middle school, which I don't even know if that's even legal or not. So I had to go to the courthouse in, in the county that I live in and dispute it. And it wasn't that hard to do it, but you know, you don't want to do it, but you have to do it though. So there are ways to dispute things that are on your credit that's incorrect. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of going back what you were saying about having, I don't know, being sued and stuff, Terrence. So that, that kind of felt like I know, with that. And that tends to happen, I've heard, like with juniors. You know, like if you're oh, a junior, yeah, yeah. like there's a lot of crossover between, you know, possibly like you and your dad or I guess it could be great granddad, you know, great, you know, granddad or something. Like if you're any type of junior, have the same name. Yeah. I've heard that happens a lot. One of you mentioned your total amount old. Uh, being the second and that and that makes sense too for being so important is 30 percent because if you have a lot of debt then it's gonna be hard to pay off pay off the debt that you're either applying for so if you're applying for a new loan or whatnot if you have a lot of other debts then they might look at you and say well you have too much debt how are you gonna pay my my credit card or what whatnot so that, that makes sense and then next was the length of credit history um basically doing it from the time you got the car loan or the time, the total time you've had that credit card or whatever debt that they pick up on your credit report, they started from that time on. And so, you know, I believe it's like an average. So, you know, you get a card now and then you get a card five years later, your average credit history will be like two and a half years. And so the, you know, the longer you keep that going, the better. And so I think that's why a lot of times they may say, you know, don't close a credit card or something, you know, because that'll basically drop your credit history lower um, if that's one of your, you know, longest standing credit cards. Also, with going down, another reason they say that is because if you, once you close that, that credit line or the credit card, you have less, less credit available. 
and mm -hmm. and if and if you're using some credit and you have less credit available, you're you're using more of the the credit that's available for you. So it looks bad that you're using more credit than, than I guess than you need to. So that's right. another reason why they say that it's it's a bad to close a credit card account. And I and I can speak. So when when uh, my wife and I paid off a, you know all our debt and everything, like we closed credit accounts, and mm -hmm. overall our credit score went up overall. But you know we did notice when you know once you close credit accounts. You know, it does go down a little bit once you close them because you have less credit available. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and then there's types of credits. You have a uh, revolving credit, which is most mostly like credit cards. And then you have um, like installment plans, basically like a mortgage, uh, a car, basically something with an endpoint in it. Uh, I think like student loans, probably student loans, cars and mortgages are probably like the, the main three that people would have. Uh, I guess also if you have a personal loan, um, that would also show up. Um, and then the last thing is new credit. Any new credit that you're applying for. One thing I want to mention also are the scores. I know I say 300 to 850. And so Investopedia has a nice little ranking here. <laughs> so for a poor score that they for them is 300 to 579. A fair score is 580 to 669. A good score is 670 to 739. A very good score is 740 to 799. And excellent is 800 to 850. And that, that varies on the model that's uh, yes. used. You might have various models on which they kind of determine that score because of between the three credit agencies, reporting agencies, uh, they can... They might not have all the same information, but we'll get into that a, a little bit later on. But still, even though it might vary to a certain degree, that's generally in the same ballpark that those scores are kind of going to be ranked. If you're you're poor, good, uh, very good, or if you if you have excellent credit. So obviously, um, the higher the score, the better. And if you are one that's going to use credit and, and try to keep track of that score, you want to try to stay up in that well, as, as high as possible. Your, mm -hmm. your goal is to achieve that, that 800. <laughs> like a tenant and landlord situation, kind of that 650 is kind of what you look for, 650 or higher, kind of. And it, let's say if you do have a lower credit score, some landlords, they will let you in, but you have to have a higher... Yeah, a higher security deposit, probably? Security deposit, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's uh, another factor to look at as well, so... Yeah, and that um, that kind of goes into. I guess we could probably skip and Our, come back to it, but or basically to the next section. Why should I maintain good credit? Like Larry just hit on it. Credit affects almost any and everything that you may do. Like he said, just renting a like renting a, a house or even an apartment. Like your credit score may be brought up and considered. So, like he said, below six fifty you have to come with more security deposit. That may be double or triple, you know, I don't know, it's up to them. And it also affects sometimes getting a job, depending on what job you're going into. I know when um, when I was coming out of college, I think I had applied to a job with like the treasury or something in Dallas. And like, that was one of the things on their application, like your credit score will be ran or whatever. Cause I guess in their mind, they're like, you know, if your credit score is, is poor or fair or something, they're like, well, you probably a candidate to want to steal. You know, to yeah, help out yeah. your financial situation. And you can't work Dang. in the treasury doing that. Um, so they had that in there. It can also affect car premiums, like your car insurance. 
It also affects, like Larry Cohen said earlier, like deposits for uh, like cable service, utilities, anything like that. So credit is definitely, you know, involved in each of those aspects. And your interest rate too, like interest rate that's for like the a main, house. That's the main, yeah. yeah. That's probably yeah, the a lot of people. A lot of people they'll wait to to um to purchase house to get their credit score up, so their interest rate will um will increase, um or excuse me, the interest rate will decrease uh, because of their higher um credit score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, there's plenty of good reasons to, to try to keep and maintain a good credit score. Basically, at the end of the day, if you have a good credit, it's gonna say, if you have good credit, it'll save you money because poor credit. If you don't get denied for whatever you're trying to get, if you're trying to get that vehicle or, or get a, a loan for a house, if they don't just straight up deny you, if they do still proceed with uh, giving you that loan, it might be at a higher interest rate or you might have to do a higher initial fee, but it's just going to cost you more money. So that good credit will, will open the doors in a sense to uh, give you more opportunities where you don't don't get denied and then if you when you do get it you don't have to pay as much on a long a long-term side of it because your interest rates would be lower and eric you okay if we go into um how to improve your credit score now yes yeah. um since we know this it's important to pretty much any financial situation you're in yeah mm-hmm. well number one is pay your bills on time <laughs> yeah you know, that's, what, <laughs> you know? That's, what I, that's what i have on my sheet like in all caps <laughs> pay bills and pay bills on time you know, at, at, at the end of the day, if you if you're if you're paying your bills on time, you're going to have a good credit score, you know, yeah. uh, for the most part. And and that kind of goes back. The, the number one is payment history. It accounts for 35 percent of your credit score. So if you're paying your bills on time, you know, for the most part, you have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. And, and and going back to like, like I said earlier, that's what people are going to look for. All, really, at the end of the day, all they care about is you're going to pay them back, pay them for right. whatever loan that you you have. So if, if you have a history of paying you know, your, your debt and bills on time, then they'll feel more comfortable giving you a loan. So, you know, that's, that's number one. And I also have like upping your credit limits. Uh, sometimes you can ask for like a credit increase on your credit card, or I know mine's tended to be like every six months, they would just give you like a credit increase. Um, also with that increase, just kind of watch your spending, <laughs> you know, just because they increase it, doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, I can go ball out now. You know, yeah. we still want to have that under control. Like I said, they said 10% or less is normally kind of where you want to keep it. So kind of use that as a metric. I would also add, make sure your report is accurate um, yeah. because you don't want to have anything like Larry just mentioned earlier when he was in, in middle school because he'd been balling out for a very long time. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> He's been financially savvy since 10 exactly exactly he, he go way back but, uh, you want to make sure that's accurate because if you have something that you need to dispute uh, or some something that's affecting your credit score or something that's on that credit report that does not need to be there then you want to have the opportunity to try to get that removed so make sure your report is is accurate and then if you see some suspicious activity then you definitely want to get that addressed because that suspicious activity might continue on when, without right. you notice <laughs> And with those three agencies, those reports are available for free once a year. Um, and how can you get how can you get that? Uh, I know there is a website. I forget what it's called. And there's one I used before. I think it's uh, annualcreditreport.com. I, I want to say that's only available once a year. Yeah, I don't once think a can, year for free. Yeah, you can't pull it up like every every month to see what's going on, but 
but once a year, double check that that credit report, make sure that what's on it is good and accurate. Yeah, and that's that's what I have. Annualcreditreport.com. Yeah, it might not be a full report, but a lot of your credit cards you can look it up um, right, as yeah. well. And like I said, it might not be the full one, but it you know it'll tell you what your credit score is and give you some information. You know how you, how it got to that. So, and you can also use um like credit monitoring services, either like through your credit card or you can do like a credit karma. Um, you know, that gives you a score that uses the Vantage score, which is different than FICO, but you know, these are all scores in relation. I mean, it's something that you can look at and track to see your score. I think like Wallet Hub, I think is also another one, but there's several um, like apps or websites you, you could say that uh, like will track your credit score. And I actually think with Credit Karma, I think you can actually uh, pull up your uh, your credit report pretty easy through that app, and it gives you like I think they only they only do TransUnion and um, I want to say Experian or maybe Equifax, but they only do two out of the three on uh, on Credit Karma. But like I said, there's many other uh, ways and websites you can look at to track your score. Yeah, it's uh, not hard to find it now. Yeah, and then the last question I think we had our. I had a question on for a while. Is like, is your credit score the same everywhere? You know, so if I go to Bank of America and they run it, it's going to be the same as Wells Fargo, which is the same as Chase, but that's not the case. You know, they all run it using, you know, whatever system they use, whatever. And then it also varies too with whatever credit report they're using. So Bank of America may more so go with TransUnion. Chase may go with Experian, you know, if they have different stuff it's going to weigh different or sway different. And then I think also they have their own interdepartment metrics. So, you know, a 780 at Wells Fargo may only do so much compared to a 780 at Bank of America. You know, they may want more of a down posit, you know, for that score or something. Another one may say, oh, no, that's fine. You know, we'll do it. So it just, it varies like that. Two comments I found on, uh, on Wallet Hub, uh, they, they asked this question and it says, most people assume incorrectly that all major bureaus use the same scoring system. They use different data scores and often vary between 50 and 80 points. And then another one said, many consumers believe that the real or the true credit score is FICO, as it is most commonly known. Instead, there are various credit scoring models produced by the three credit bureaus and other organizations. For consumer lending, lend lenders use credit scores generated by many different credit scoring models. So, you know, it's not just one thing that they're using and just because you have a 650 here doesn't mean you're going to have a 650 there, you know. Like Larry mentioned with the, the, the real estate thing, whatever score or however they pull it up is one way, which is different than the bank, which is different than an apartment or whatever, you know, everybody's pulling their own score. So it just benefits you to have just good all around credit, basically, is what it comes down to. And I think in some cases they might even average those. I, I want to say when I was uh, getting a vehicle one time, they were uh, basically taking two uh, reports. So let's say mm -hmm. TransUnion and Experian or something like that, or it could have been Experian and Equifax. I don't mm -hmm. remember. I don't know. But they, they took those two and averaged them out. And then that was the score they, they used because those scores could be slightly different. Right. And I know I've also heard in real estate when you're getting the mortgage, they use like the middle score. So they run it from all three and then they take the middle man. Yeah. So just various ways. It depends on, I guess, the 
whoever's giving you the money, I guess they can determine how they want, right. want to uh, make that that decision. Right. It's my money, my rules. Right. And, you know, like I said, that goes back to you <laughs> lending money to people. It's, it's my money, my rules, and, you know, I'll do what I want. <laughs> and, and it makes sense. It goes back to what we were saying in the beginning. Like, you, everyone knows that one person or a couple of people or mm-hmm. you might be that person where people <laughs> don't want to lend you money. And it's the same with businesses and companies. Like, if if I can pull up your report and see that it's not the most fiscally responsible decision. Oh, I like how you put that. Exactly. <laughs> for me to loan you money, then I'm probably not going to do it. And I ain't got and, it. I ain't got it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. When they, when they send you a denial letter, that's what they tell you. <laughs> I ain't got it. And, or and you some don't of have your fa- that's what they're saying. <laughs> some of your family members, like Dave Ramsey, will tell you, like, it's, it's, a, it's not a wise decision to loan that, that money. So, for example, if these companies have all these numbers, they have this history on you, mm-hmm. um, they have this well thought out and proven method to determine what your credit responsibilities or, or uh, likelihood are that you're going to pay it back. And if they determine that, man, this ain't good. This, I'm not going <laughs> to get you some money. It's, it's, it's not right. <laughs> And then when that family member comes to you, I'm telling you, you probably don't know better than that credit report. I'm, I'm sorry, right. but it, it's up to you. Make your decision and say, man, I, I, I trust Pookie. I trust. Peanut. Yeah, peanut, whatever. Yeah, I got you, cuz. Don't, don't expect it. Just just give it as a, a gift at yeah, the time. Just, because, just give it to me. I'm yeah. I, I'm I'm not gonna quote the Bible exactly, but it pretty much says if if you loan somebody some money, don't expect to get it back. Like if you <laughs> if you can't if you can't get it back, don't you know don't don't worry about it. So, you know, very yeah, very loosely translated. Right, yeah, very, yeah. <laughs> the, don't don't let it ruin relationships. The Larry yeah. version of uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't don't let it uh, ruin you know relationships with your family and, and friends. I'm like. If if it's gonna be a problem, they probably just don't don't do it. It's, don't they do might it. be upset at first, but they you you're gonna be even more upset if you expect it back and don't get it. So if you're oh, gonna yeah. give it, don't probably don't even expect it back because you're gonna be upset at the end. They they yeah. Ramsey said that uh, Thanksgiving dinner is gonna be real awkward when, once they don't pay you back. <laughs> <laughs> you expecting them to pay for the turkey? You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> they using the money you gave them to pay for the turkey. <laughs> and another oh, thing no. to, to consider um, co-signing. You know, oh you know, yeah, you don't want to co-sign. You know, we're talking nope. about giving money, yeah. but co-signing is the is the friend <laughs> to giving yeah. money. You know, they may say, and like T was mentioning, like, hey, these credit bureaus are these lenders. They have all these numbers and metrics they're using. So if they're telling the person, no, we won't loan you that, that's a dead giveaway. (laughs) (laughs) Not to co-sign for them. If they need you to co-sign, you know, just, hey, what happened? What happened with you in the bank? Like, why didn't they give it? You know, just do not co-sign. Don't co-sign. I know, I know you. I know you love your girl. Yeah. But you know that hey, you know, don't you know don't just don't go sign right now. You can do your girl like that. Oh man, I was cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> I told I told my wife married me. <laughs> man, I, I was ruthless. <laughs> you know, she would come up with like scenarios. 
This is before, yeah. like, you know, in the dating period. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, like, she would come to, oh, man, what if I couldn't get this? I'd be like, hey, I'm trying to see how you move out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see how you make it out here. Oh, boy, Erica Savage, boy. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no needing both of us having bags. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, if you can't get it, that means there's a reason that I can maybe yeah. help you in some, like, you know, some way. Yeah, get some money, get a little money, but put yeah, my name yeah. on it though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two different things now. I shoot you a few bucks here and there, baby. Yeah. You know. Co-sign, uh, my credit. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I can't do it, mama. When you sign, <laughs> you you're responsible basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. that person. You're as pay. much the owner as they are. Yep. Yep. So so when they don't pay and that car get repoed or whatever. Uh, it's showing that you have a repo on on your report, and your your report your score is going to drop too. So it's it's no need in both of us uh, struggling with that report. <laughs> yeah, I no. mean, and when they asked you to be the co-signer, they knew they knew that they 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 probably weren't going to pay it. So you, <laughs> exactly. you're gonna be your, they they kind of knew what was going on. Yeah. So, so that's kind of that's how that's how I thought about it. You in that situation <laughs> for a reason, so I'm not trying to I'm not, I'm not trying to be included in that. <laughs> but yeah, co-signing is another thing. So, and you know, if you're gonna co-sign, they're gonna ask you for your social and all that. That's how mm-hmm. you know something is being ran. When they ask you for your social, they're they're running something on you. And and real quick, when they do anytime they run your credit score, it's gonna go down a few points automatically. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. any anytime it's a new inquiry, it's gonna go down it automatically. So that's something yeah. to think about as well. So if, if you're if you're not really ready to actually get a new loan or something, don't don't have people just running your credit score all you know willy nilly. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing to think about. And I think um in I believe in housing. Um, I think you like can run basically you can run your credit score. I think multiple times like within a thirty day window or forty five day window or something like that. And when they pull, if they pull your credit in the future, they know that you were like basically house hunting at that point. And so they just consider that like one time you got your score pulled from my understanding. Same thing for a car. I think you get like 15, excuse me, like 15 days or something like that to run your score. So you may see all of those credit pulls on your report, but I guess the agencies and all of their our lenders and all of their analytics, they know that, you know, okay, all of these were for a mortgage. So this all occurred in this 30 day, 45 day window. And that's just like one, one pool basically or whatever. But like Larry mentioned, still like having all those pools, you know, it, it will lower your score. And you know, they look at it too, because there's no, there's no perfect game to all of this. You know, there's no way to perfect this. It's all the system. You just do the best that you can. Let me let me ask y'all about this. What do y'all think about? For me personally, I'm more worried about having low debt. But some people they will say that when you pay off your debt, I've seen this on the internet recently that once mm-hmm. you start paying off your debt, your credit score goes down. Um, That's what I've heard. I, that's what I've heard personally. That's not what I saw okay. uh, personally. Like I, I saw where it might go down maybe maybe a little bit, but eventually, it, you know, it went up significantly over time. But, okay. uh, you know, w- would you be more worried about your credit score or having low to no debt? I'm all about paying off the debt. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm the all debt, about that. I yeah. think the debt is more critical to me than the, than the, the, the score or anything. I, I agree. And, and, I, and I feel like if, if somebody's looking at your if they just look at the number, that's one thing. But, they, you know, if they dive deeper, they say, OK, well, if your if your score went down a little bit because you paid off this credit card and you closed it or whatnot, it mm-hmm. makes sense because you'll, you'll still be able to pay me um, because you don't have this debt. So, right. Right. And I think most of the lenders, from what I've heard, like they 
they don't just look at the score and be like, that's the determining factor. Sometimes if they want to work with you, they'll ask questions or, you know, do you have any collateral stuff? Like, you know, they'll try to work with you. So like Larry said, you know, if you've paid off all their debt, you know, and then you're on the brink of the score that they want or something, you may have to put up a couple extra dollars or something, but you know, you have the money to do it now because you don't have any debt. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I think that's the, I think debt, I think we all agree debt is the biggest, the biggest issue. Yeah. And, and like you were just saying, that's, that's basically how I look at it. How it makes sense of it is, yeah, even if your credit score does drop a little bit, which it, it shouldn't be much, the paying off that debt is going to offset it because nine times out of 10, if you have debt, it's, it's not just going to be the flat payment. It's going to come with, with mm-hmm. you know, interest accrued. It's, it's going to be a, a payment plan of some sort. You know, you're going to have another two years, 20, you know, 24 months with X amount of uh, interest tacked on every month. So the longer you're paying on it, the the more it's going to cost cost you. So mm-hmm. if you go ahead and knock it out, save you some money, even if your interest drops and you have to pay a little bit more on that next one, it's probably going to offset with, with how much you save by not having to continuously pay off all that debt. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you another question. And I kind of talked about it earlier, but what do y'all think about these companies where they, they say they'll make your credit score go up or you can just press a button? You know, what, what do you think about that? Uh, I, I've never uh-huh. believed in them. Like, it's always been, I guess, kind of weird to me of the the information on how to improve your everything is like online now. Yeah. Like, we, we, we've been blessed now with the internet to just look these things up. And like, it's already there. So if I have bad credit, like I can go pull up my credit score or my credit report and I see like, oh, I haven't made payments for the past six months. Mm-hmm. Or I haven't did this or did that. Like you'll see like the red X on there. <laughs> like it's pretty self-explanatory. So I'm like, oh, all I got to do is just start making payments. Yeah. So it seems like it's it's there. I'm not exactly sure what the credit, like these credit monitoring people do. But I mean, it's enough of them out there. I guess they do something, but I'm just not a big believer in it. Yeah, I, I think we actually have a, a homie that, that used one of those services. And I think okay. it helped them out. Uh, okay. But, you know, I'm I'm more on the side of what Eric's saying is, is that it's something we could probably do ourselves. There's enough information at our fingertips on your phone or on your laptop or whatnot, where you can you can pull that stuff up and fix it your own. If you already know what they're looking at, we just went over what they're looking at and how they're going to determine your report and your credit. Then you know exactly what to address. You have the, the key to the test. Um, but. But at the same time, it's like, hey, we can we can cook too, you know, but you still gonna <laughs> order takeout sometimes. So if right, it, right. so if, I if, think maybe where they may come in handy at is I guess if you have like let's say uh, like a medical bill or something you haven't paid, maybe they know like who to call to negotiate it down to just like a you know, one time payment, maybe you owe ten thousand. They're like, look, we'll take fifteen hundred. Maybe they know how to contact those people or something, but I mean, I kind of still feel like that's something you can do, but maybe that's more so what they, what their abilities are or something. Yeah, maybe. I think at the end of the day, it's something you can fix on your own. Just pay off you, mm-hmm. pay off the, the, your debt. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but, uh, but if you need help, it's it's whatever. I guess you know, get the help you need. But it's something you could probably get on do yourself without having to pay somebody to do it. But and I, I would be skeptical. I, I'm not gonna. I've never really. I've never looked into it for, personally. 
So I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm an expert, but I would be skeptical. I would definitely do my research, make sure that they're not just trying to get some money out of me. Right. You know, because I'm assuming you have to pay them, too, I'm assuming. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, so that's money coming out, too. Uh, What do you think about the uh, I guess my only question is the what is this like the parents that put the kid on their like, I guess, credit card or whatever, so that they can, like, start building history or something. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, that type yeah. of... I got you. I, like I thought you were talking about... <laughs> oh, no, not, no, not, <laughs> I, I was one of those kids, but it didn't there. work out like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, I thought that's what you're talking about. I said that, but that's automatic, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's wrong. <laughs> yeah I, I was one of them, but it didn't turn out like, <laughs> like how you envisioned it. <laughs> No, it was uh, for the ones that like the parents have credit cards and, you know, their kid is, I don't know, 16 or I don't know what age they can do it. But, you know, they have them on there as an authorized user and they say like it'll help their their credit history, I guess, when they get out in the real world. I mean, I'm not against it as long as you pay it, you know, as long as you pay it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, now don't put your kid on there because you need the credit line. You know? <laughs> right. I, th- I thought that's where Eric was going at. No, yeah. no. <laughs> no I, I try to, I try, I try to keep it on the positive. Okay. okay yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you're going to pay for your child's and pay it on time and everything, I'm, I'm not against that at all. Cause you can help them out. Um, you know, at a young age. So I'm not against that whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did y'all have anything, any lasting or final comments on credit scores? No, I, I think we discovered, uh, talked about a lot. Terrence, you, you, you got something to say? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say going back to correcting your errors, if you do see from checking your report that you have some errors on there, you could um, take the course of action like like what Larry mentioned earlier where he went to, to the courthouse, or you can also write a letter to the to dispute the, those errors and uh, make sure you include supporting documentation. So you want to send that to your uh, credit report agencies. So you want to send that to the TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax, and also send that information to the the provider that gave the inaccurate information. If you're getting a, a car loan or something, and and they report on there that you missed payments or or repoed or something, and that's not correct, then you need to get the documentation that says otherwise and send that in. And, and let them know that hey, uh, put some respect on my name. Right. Don't, don't be out here lying on me. No. <laughs> oh, and one last thing, like to to T's point, if you communicate, you know, whatever uh, whatever entity that they put something wrong in your account, or if you settle any uh, any debt with them, like I say, if you owe ten thousand, you settle on fifteen hundred. Get that in writing from them, some type of confirmation email or something, you know, just so you can have it in your records. Uh, for when the time comes, if you have to send it to TransUnion or somebody, you know, just get it in writing from them that they've that they've settled on that. Um, as far as current events, uh, today is May 1st and inflation is starting to rise. So I'm starting to see articles on that. It doesn't look like it's affected the interest rate too much. Um, and then I know Biden has talked about his infrastructure plan, uh, which is he wants to, I guess, get money for that by taxing the wealth, uh, the wealthy citizens. And he also wants to put higher taxes, I believe, on capital gains. So I think capital gains right now is taxed at like 20 percent. And I think he's wanting to bring that up to the 30s. Also, um, house house prices have just skyrocketed. Like, in the last oh, month. yeah. I want to say almost like 20 or 30 percent, like in a month or something crazy like that. And then, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's something crazy. 
it's something crazy. Don't 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 quote me on that. But it was something crazy within like one month. Um, people people are willing to pay just crazy amount over the asking price now. Yeah. Also, different commodities like in my industry, lumber is just like just ridiculous. Yeah, I've heard that's, lumber is like crazy. Yeah, that, that in my industry has just been crazy. Which once again, that goes for houses too. You know, if you're building new houses, you know, you got to use lumber, so that's gonna make yeah. houses go up as well. So, uh, yeah, so I know people are like starting to bid on lots. I know like one house, one subdivision around here, you have to bid on the lot, then you have to buy the house. <laughs> so like, you know, the, the lot, you know, it's 30,000, you know, if it's a corner lot or something like 50,000. So you bid on the lot. And then I guess if you win, then you got to buy, buy the house. Man, man, man. They find a new ways to, uh, <laughs> hey, they going to cash in. game. Yeah. <laughs> So I know when we were doing our house searching towards the end of last year, it was already where like we would see a house and they were all ready. Like day one, the house goes up, you put, mm -hmm. you, you call in the realtors like, Hey, let's um, make a bid on this. And it's already five of them in all above asking price, you know, yeah. like, man, it just popped up. What are, what are you talking about? <laughs> so, and, and you hear about people that are going, 10 20 you know it depends on that that price range of the what you're looking at for your that housing market but uh what well above asking price and still not getting it so yeah 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 so just just think about that if you're looking for a house right now so yeah may need to do an episode over that <laughs> tease house hunt, <laughs> house yeah. hunt and, experience. And, and, and i'll say one thing even though, you know, some people will say a house is, is an asset. Some people will say it's not an asset. At the end of the day, it's still an investment, though. So, mm -hmm. you know, think about if you're going to put a lot of money above uh, what it's worth. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to be underwater, you know, the first day you step into the house. So yeah. that's just my, even though it's, you're living there, it might not, quote unquote, be an investment. At the end of the day, it is an investment. So, mm -hmm. you know, take, take that into account. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Think that's it. You want to shout out our social media, Larry? Yeah, uh, check us out on Instagram and Facebook. You can just type in uh, "Black Financial Initiative" and, and it'll come up on Facebook and, and Instagram. Uh, let us know if there's anything that you like or don't like, anything you want to hear from us. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's our social medias. Um, yeah, well, um, you guys have anything else to say? No, I that's think it that's for me, it for man. Me. All right. Well, thank thank you all again. Always thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate it. And uh, we'll be talking to y'all later. Bye. Peace. Peace.